Welcome back to Podcast Mastered. I'm Chelsea, and I'm here with Wade as always. And we're back here for our part two episode all about the Inheritance Cycle series. We've kind of covered a little bit of the basics of the story in our part one and started going over all the characters, talking a little bit about some of our favorites. So I think it's now time for us to get back into that conversation. There's still plenty more characters and other tidbits to discuss. What character should we start with first? Let's let's talk about let's talk about Galbatorix real quick. Okay. I feel like not our, I don't think there's a villain. lot to say there. Not a lot to say on him, honestly. He's a pretty straightforward bad guy. Um he's not even heard of, like, heard from until the last book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just that ever looming threat. Um mm-hmm. for a reason. Uh he just he himself, he became king. He forced himself, you know or forced himself into the king position took over the land, destroyed the riders. And his story, like his backstory, isn't really all that, like, empathetic either. Um, he lost his dragon. And when a, when a dragon loses its rider, or vice versa, it often causes the death of the other one. Mostly because, like, out of just sheer heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Like, they end up going mad. They die. They just cannot live anymore without the other half of them. But on rare occasions... They do, they do survive, and he did, but he was crazy, <laughs> and he and he whined and begged for another dragon, and like the council of writers was like, you know, you, no. you yeah. don't get another That's one. It. That's not yeah. how it works. Like we're here to support you, in this most terriblest of time, but you know that we can't just say yes and everything is fine. So they were trying to support him, but he went behind their backs and got a bunch of other writers, the Forsworn, Forsworn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he basically staged a coup um, on the riders and he succeeded. He, he like stole a dragon egg and he forced it to hatch and bond with him. Mm-hmm. And his, his new dragon's name is Shrui Khan, a big black dragon. He grows to the ridiculous size over like his hundred year life. Yeah. But, you know, Galbatorix just does they're some awful mad. things. They, yeah. they are both very crazy. Although Galbatorix doesn't think he is. You know, mm-hmm. I love I love the way that Galbatorix is presented. He's presented as what he is, you know, a very intelligent, a very manipulative person. Mm-hmm. He has ways of making you think how he thinks without even using magic. Yeah. Like if he were a bard, it's he'd be level words. 500, yeah. you know, like he knows he knows how to use his words. Yeah. But throughout his reign, he basically just stays in his castle reading mm-hmm. and learning and, you know, trying to fulfill whatever his goal is. Until the very, very end where he dies. He gets slain. Yeah. So, But he does really become that force to be reckoned with, though, at the very end of that final he battle. Really like, you know, there's just a lot of talk about, like, oh, he's so powerful and stuff. But then once, like, our main characters are like, we found a way to defeat him. Like, we can do this. And, like, oh, almost things look good. And then you're like, oh, crap. Like, no, Galvatorix, like, oh. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, had, they yeah. really had no idea. They, they no. knew how he was so powerful, but they didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. like how he used his powers yeah but with the with the combined effort of a bunch of people they do they do beat galbatorix and he is gone shrui khan as well mm-hmm. unfortunately when, and you know like the death of shrui khan is something that is it's talked about a lot more in the series outside of just galbatorix because like they want galbatorix to die mm-hmm. but they don't really, they don't necessarily yeah. want shrui khan to die because there's only four dragons living mm-hmm. at that stage of time galbatorix's dragon and then Safira, and then two others and Safira is the only girl 
they mm-hmm. don't want they don't want any more dragons to die, but they realize that Shurikan is going to have to because he just he's been manipulated and overpowered mentally for so long. There's just no coming back from that. Yeah. Kind of I think kind of moving on from our villain, have to talk about like my ultimate favorite character. <laughs> The main character, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need. I need a. This is just, her story. <laughs> yes, I just need a whole entire book from her perspective. I just need to know Seriously. what she does after what she did even before the series. <laughs> this is Angela. Angela. Oh, the herbalist. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's but. way more than a herbalist, though. I can't believe she got away with just calling her that. I know. That. I was like, that's, that's just a title the whole that's time. That's crazy. <laughs> she is She's, just. Uh, <laughs> She's just You know fantastic. who I picture in my head when I think when I see her in scenes? Ooh, who? <laughs> Miss Frizzle. <laughs> <laughs> She's just Miss Frizzle There's to those me. Vibes. And it just mm-hmm. it fits. Yeah, it fits. I She's like that. She's energetic. She is social. She's a little crazy. Just just a little <laughs> just bit. Just a little. But in the But best more way. because like she just knows she knows more than anybody else knows. Mm-hmm. And people just don't understand her sometimes. Yeah, but uh, I love and it. everything and, she does is just cool as heck, so. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, well, of course I know this, or of course I have this item to help. Like, like why would you duh. think I didn't? And, yeah. And poor Aragon is put in that situation way too many times. <laughs> way too many times. He's like, I don't understand. Please tell me more. And she's like, I would, no. but uh, no, no, no. Nah. I better not. <laughs> There's one scene in all four books where they're sitting there together at night. And she's just like, okay, ask your questions. Do what you want. And he's just sitting there. He's like, this is a trap. I know it. Yeah. And I was like, no, should have done it. I need to know more about Angela. He asked a few things, but she's just like, don't ask that. Yeah. And there's, I mean, we do get, like, a little bit more about her, like, slowly, or, like, some vague mentions, but you're just like, what epic thing did you do to get that, like, title, or for people to see you that way? But also, like, she seems like, I mean, she's still kind of, like, old, but still kind of young, but then, like, it's implied, like, she's very old. She's very old, apparently. She Uh just doesn't look it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She has, like... she's a human! (laughs) Supposedly. Yeah, she's a human, <laughs> and she has, like, a different relationship with, like, each and every race. Like, they all know her as mm-hmm. something different. And, like, the Urgles both, like, worship her as, like, a storyteller, but they're mm-hmm. also, like, deathly afraid of her. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, then they have... won't, like, come anywhere near her. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the elves are like, oh, we totally respect you. You're a very powerful person. And They're like, like, oh, yeah, whoa. you can do what you want. You're good. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. There. And Aragorn's like, that's not fair. And she's just like, <laughs> and she's like, it, I didn't ask for it to be fair, yeah. did I? It just, it just is. is what, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, she has her buddy, Solombom. Solombom. Yes. Who is. He's um, a werecat. Yes. <laughs> a werecat. He can, he's a cat or he's a little child. Yes. <laughs> I, they're all like children or they're cats. Yeah. <laughs> they don't grow up. They're just little rabid children. But they're forced to be reckoned with, though. Don't let oh their gosh. appearance deceive you. Oh, boy. <laughs> Never, ever. Nope. Never, ever. But, I mean, and these two, like, this pairing, they're the ones who, like, help Aragon. They give him the vague prophecies, the vague things to look out for to help him get through his his time to they, be able to. They, yeah. they come and go for the first, like 
for the first like two and a half books, they just kind of come and go as they're needed. Mm-hmm. They pop up, you know, if they pop up, you, one, you know, you're going to get entertained. And yes. two, like, you know, some stuff's about to happen. Mm-hmm. They're never involved with the stuff. It's one of those things like, well, if they had been there, it wouldn't have been a problem. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to put them in a situation where they're not. But like uh, halfway through the third book, I think it is, they, um, I think it might be the fourth book where he gets to actually team up with her. Yeah. And she's just like amazing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely a lot more in that fourth book. I mean, yeah, they really do save like Aragon and stuff and at those moments, but they're the best. <laughs> the best. Yes. And like nobody ever really trusts Angela. <laughs> like Nasuada is like she's super strong and amazing. Like I love her. Nobody give her any place of power within my yeah. army. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody do it cuz I can't trust her. I can't mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to yeah. happen. But like but Angela is often like right beside Nasuada too. So it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're like they're always together but she's like I, I still don't trust her. Mm. Looks like we need like a like a frenemies thing with those two. Mm-hmm. And Angela's Angela's always like, I don't know what your problem with me is, girl. I don't know. Yeah, like <laughs> I am who I am. I'm here. I'm helping you. What more do you need from me? <laughs> right. If I was gonna kill you, I would have done it already. It's fine. We're good. But I might. But I won't. We're good. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, from from Angela, should we talk about Elva? Oh. Because sure. they're kind of right there. They're yeah, right I guess there. I could briefly talk about Although, Elva. Elva has Elva has such a specific story. Elva basically is a representation of Aragon's magic gone um, wrong. I don't. Yeah, magic gone wrong. In the first book, when they arrive at the Varden, because he's the dragon rider, and people are like, you know, they're they're trying to get have him give him give them his blessing and so on and so forth, and. At this point, uh, Aragon had been instructed in magic a little bit, like the ancient language and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he tries to bless this baby, which he thought was just words. He just thought he was, you know, like, may you live on and never, you know, have problems. And, you know, he's given her a very basic kind of yeah. spell-like blessing. And then Sephira also gives her her blessing. Well, they leave, and then they come back later in the second book, and they find out that this baby has been cursed by by them. Mm-hmm. She has she has aged rapidly, so she's like a little girl now. But she also she has the power. She can sense basically all the pain around her, and mm-hmm. before it happens too. So she can like warn people because Aragon wanted her to be shielded from pain, but he misspoke and he made her a shield for pain. So she is. She was forced to always stop the people around her from getting hurt, whether that's physical or emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just, it ruined this child's life. Yeah. Like, it's a bad deal. Because if she tried to, like, resist those urges, she would become, like, so physically ill, and she'd still have to do it. Like, she just could not tell her impulses no on that front. Um, and it causes... Elva, and for a hot minute, Angela, to, to really curse Aragon's existence. Like, yeah. he made some enemies with that situation. He did make it right. You know, he tried his best to, like, reverse the curse later on when he was becoming stronger and more knowledgeable. But he made it to where Elva could basically, like, turn it off if she wanted to. But Elva decided just to keep the powers as they were. 
because it was something she could, she alone could do. It was like her own responsibility, mm-hmm. her own thing that she had been given. Um, but again, it it puts her in a similar situation with Angela, where it's like she can never be fully trusted because she can she could hurt anybody if she wanted to. Yeah, and it's like yeah, like when they like supposedly try like you know give a blessing to her, like she is like practically like a newborn baby. But, like, with the magic and stuff, like, she also grows up, like, really quickly, too. Like, physically and also, like, mentally, too, with just dealing with that, like, huge responsibility that was thrust upon her. But also, because it's also described, like, doesn't she have, like, almost, like, a more mature, like, adult-like voice, but in still a child's body? So it also gives her, like, yeah. this, like, eerie yeah. vibe of, oh, I definitely don't want to mess creepy. with this. Yeah. yeah, she's a very creepy little child. Mm-hmm. I think she has like different colored eyes as well. Like, aren't they like? Let's say they're like they're purple different, or something. Yeah. yeah, there's something too. I, like, that's that. That sounds right. Yeah, and so just even just like deal, like her appearance as well and stuff and just yeah, she is very cursed and mm-hmm. it makes sense that she also has those feelings of also just like hatred and stuff at Aragon being like, you did this to me. I didn't ask for this, and she also struggles too with like being helpful or not as well. Like people do try to use her and just yeah and and a lot of times especially after like aragon kind of fixes her powers to where they don't cause her such like distress if she chooses not to do something um she becomes petty like mm-hmm. it's like she's like oh i could have told you you were about to get hurt i didn't want to yeah you know like she she becomes very untrustful and and petty which is fair you know mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Aragon does come to her. I can't remember at what point. Um, oh, is it when Nasuada gets kidnapped, maybe? Uh, yeah. Or it was like um, right before that or something. Because I think she does like try mm-hmm. to fight. And that it's more of just, yeah. you need to get your act together. Like, yeah. Are you like, going to just join okay Galvador? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can hate me if you want. But like, you need, you need to make a decision whether you're going to use these powers to help people or you need to leave. Yeah. Because of what, what Elva chooses not to do, Nasuada gets taken. Mm-hmm. And she feels really bad about it. Because her and Nasuada had gotten really close. Um, she had stopped uh, Nasuada from getting assassinated <laughs> so yeah. many times. Um, they were like besties. They went everywhere together. Mostly because Elva had the gifts she had. But, you know, also because Elva was a child. And she liked the companionship. And she liked to have people take care of her <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But when, when Elva kind of lives up to her own expectations, though, like, she's there for the final fight. Mm-hmm. She's actually, I guess she's the reason why Aragon is able to to defeat yes. Galvatork. She's, like, yeah. his ultimate weapon, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you just need that team, the whole group had to come together to defeat Galvatorx, mm-hmm. and her included. Yep. As well as, at least we should talk about our next, our bad boy. That's what I'm calling him. <laughs> We, I, we, we got a, we mean Murtog. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. I've been like, I've been like beating around the bush with Murtog several times. Yeah. We should probably Murtog. talk about Murtog. He's a little yes. bit important. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, Murtog, you know, he's the mysterious dude that we meet in the first book. The one you're like, hmm, he's been through some stuff, but he doesn't like to talk about his past, but you know, he saves Moody Aragon. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, he is a moody bad boy for a reason. Oh yeah. He he uh yeah, he's got a reason to be who he is. Yep. And so it's slowly, you know, we learn more and more about him and his, one of his big secrets is that 
he is the son of Morzan, who Morzan was a huge, was also a dragon rider, and he was the big traitor that joined Galvatorix and part of the Forsworn to take down the rest of the riders. And yeah, so a great bad guy has a child, mm-hmm. and you think it's only one child, or is it yeah <laughs> or is it there's a lot oh, of drama here yeah. so you oh want to just gosh. like should we just like run over it real fast yes let's do the drama <laughs> <laughs> all right so okay so morzan a uh, big traitor jerk face killed lots of dragon riders killed lots of dragons galbatorix's right hand man he's just a terrible person also basically the big brother of another character we haven't talked about brahm um who is who is like the guy who started to train Aragon, like he lived in the valley with him. He was like the drunk storyteller, but it's like, oh mm-hmm. snap, he's actually a bigger deal than that. Brahm was also a dragon rider who lost his dragon to Morzan. And instead of dying, he had the will to force his way through that that terribleness. And he's like, I'm gonna kill Morzan. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's my goal now. And through through all of those feelings and the process of trying to get to Morzan, he also starts the Varden. He, he sets all of these background things up to take down Galbatorix, mm-hmm. but with his main priority being like, I'm going to kill that, that jerk. I'm going to get him. And he does. He gets his way there eventually. Um, but not only does he kill Morzan. <laughs> no, we have to get he also <laughs> He also steals his woman. Yeah. <laughs> Although, which is this woman is Garo, uh, Roran's dad and Aragon's uncle. It's, his sister but Mm -hmm. she's not just some farm girl she's actually like the most powerful sorceress and uh assassin in Uh the land because uh, whatever happened there (laughs) i need to know like arrow and selena like what (laughs) like Uh what happened there like what was their childhood like um because like gary don't even know how to read no and, <laughs> and she's, she's all like, there manipulating things behind the scenes yeah like, she's she's like people. if galvatorix yeah. wasn't in charge i'd be in charge so. yeah <laughs> so her and morzan were together because they're both terrible people mm-hmm. um but then brahm comes around and gets her to fall in love with him and they do actually fall in love he's not just yeah. like trying and to he, create a yeah. steal your girl situation even though it looks like that but yeah they... even though it looks like that but then like they have a baby together and she goes back home to Carvajal, has the baby, give the baby to Garrow, and then she comes back home um, where, you know, she's already had Murtog, but Murtog mm-hmm. is like abused, neglected and abused by his dad. Things are bad. Like his, his dad threw a sword at him as a child. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus Christ. Just um, like toughen up. Too bad. Yeah. Um, so, but Brom kills Morzan. Brom goes back to live in Carvajal to watch Aragon grow up. And never tell him that he's his dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> never ever. Nobody cares. It's not a, not important. Mom dies shortly after Aragon is birthed. Does she like come back home and Morzan's like yeah, she gets like really you sick? Suck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right, right. Um. So then, so then Morzan grows up. Murtag grows up in the castle of Galbatorix. Mm-hmm. Again, just in now, just getting neglected because. Galbatorix doesn't freaking care nope. um, at all about anybody. So so Murtog eventually escapes. He runs away um, way later. And then he meets Aragon. Um, he does tell Aragon pretty pretty quickly that he is the son of, of Morzan. And there's some drama. 
And in the second book, you find out, Murtog finds out that they're brothers. Mm-hmm. Tells an Aragon, so there's drama there. And now Aragon's got the whole, like, Darth Vader thing going on. Like, oh, my, my dad is the bad yeah. guy. Oh, terrible. Be good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> but then he's like, oh, wait, no. Like, our shared parent is not the douche of douches. Of it's, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. We just um, share a mom. I, I apparently we just have share a cool mom. dad. So. Yeah. Deal with and it. Murtaugh is like, Murtaugh is like, well, I loved my mom. But, like, she kind of sucked, too. Yeah. And, and Aragon's like, how but, dare you? But she's our mom. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you insult our mother? She had to have been that a good woman. That I've never met. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he, Murtaugh's like, uh yeah sure keep thinking that mm-hmm. i guess right so so murtog he he escapes he travels with aragon for a bit but then he gets kidnapped by some traitors of the varden gets sent back to galbatorix um who in galbatorix uh gives murtog one of the two remaining eggs because Safira was the third egg with Safira, mm-hmm. brahm kidnaps that egg and we know what happens with that egg. Uh, Galbatorix gives Murtog one of the eggs, hatches into a red dragon named Thorn, but he uses like the same magic he used on Shruikon to kind of like submit the dragon to Murtog's will, and poor guy just gets all just twisted grow and real quickly. Messed yeah, up. and just mm-hmm. and grow real quickly. Unfortunately for everybody involved. Um, kind of in in sets sets Murtog and Aragon on this big like path together. Where like they're gonna have to like find a way to kill each other, basically. Mm-hmm. Brother versus because Murtog is yeah. brother versus brother. Murtog is like under spells to where he can't just not fight Aragon. Mm-hmm. He has to do what he's told, or like bad things will happen. Magical things, yeah. ah. Oh yes, all the magic because he's like really under Galbatorix's control. Mm-hmm. That's a whole thing with like the that's magic. A whole thing, yeah. yeah, it's it's a very complex magic system. <laughs> but it's it's so good though. It's so good. Yeah. But yeah, no, and I mean, yeah. So he goes through a lot. He goes through the struggle of just you know he was just trying to get by in life, and he's like, whatever. I'm in this sucky situation. It's just how it's gonna be. I guess I'm just going to have to fight you, brother. You're going to have to die because I'm not going to die. And Yeah, I'm not going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, heck no. Like, uh, he's like, the king will just create his new world and yeah, he's like, it'll be fine. Uh, I'm yeah, sure. He's like, it'll be what it, it's like, whatever. At least I'm alive. But like then, nobody can stop him. So he's just going to yeah. have to accept it kind of situation. Yeah. Until he meets the girl. <laughs> Who does he meet? His queen? Yes. Is it our queen? queen? Yes, it's the queen. <laughs> <laughs> he so he like he kidnaps Nasuada. He's the one who kidnaps her and gives her to uh, Galbatorix. Um, and then and then lucky him, he gets to be the one to torture Nasuada <laughs> for Galbatorix. Galbatorix is like sitting there in a chair next to Nasuada, and like Martog yeah, is being real forced creep. to like yeah. yeah for real. It's like more torture. Yeah, ew. <laughs> torture in all the ways. So they kind of get close. Um, and I feel really bad and I'm really hoping that the Murtog book goes into this more, but you know, after the final battle, Murtog can escape with Nasuada, but Murtog's like, gotta go. He's gotta go. He's like public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. 
And even though he did some good stuff at the end, everybody just he did. Yeah. Uh huh. But people are just not going to trust him, and they're going to yeah. want him to pay for like the stuff he was forced to do. So he hops on Thorn. Him and Aragon have a nice moment, and they go. Mm-hmm. And that's the last we hear of Murtog until, until the new year. book comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, not Sawada. She wanted to. She wanted she to get with family. Murtog for sure. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Maybe they'll get to. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but... Yeah. We're talking such a tragic character who goes through a lot and just... A strange position to be in of doing terrible things, but also trying to redeem himself in the end. Then, But the thing with Dragon Riders, too, is, like, they, like... Kind of, like, live forever. Like, are kind of immortal, so... Like, mm-hmm. we'll see more of what he decides to do with the rest of his life, because his life had really only been getting started. And now, since they're both free, him and Thorn, they're gonna do their own thing, whatever that's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> well, his, um, in the, in the Tales of Alagazia book, he is the first, he's in the first story, I remember, mm-hmm. he's in the first story that's told, um... But I haven't finished that story, so I can't tell you what happens in it yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. Absolutely. Yes. Well, any other characters we want to talk about? There's... Um, now, that we've kind of gone through a lot of them. Can can we talk about the third dragon egg now? Yes. Let's talk okay, about great. it. So the third dragon egg, the green one, the pretty green one, um, mm-hmm. after after the story ends... Aria, Miss Miss Aria, Miss Thang, she's like, well, like, okay, so we've reached the point where, like, I can, I can think about what I want to do next, because, like, mm-hmm. the king is dead, and honestly, I just kind of want to, like, keep doing what I was doing. <laughs> I want to take this here egg, and I just want to chauffeur it around, and I want to, like, I want to help whoever the writer is for this egg meet the dragon. That's what I, I want to be, uh, envoy to my people and just continue to do this. Now, at this point, her mom, who is the queen of the elves, has mm-hmm. been killed, which that was yeah. a thing. Yeah. I was very, like, that was, that upset me a little bit because she was cool as heck. <laughs> and she got taken out by a bitch. Oh, my God. It's lame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was freaking lame as heck. I mean, the guy who killed her died almost right after, but, like, oh, I was so mad. That makes it worse. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> she was right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Arya has a lot to deal with on that front, uh, but she's like, I'll just travel. So she takes the egg. She bids Aragon goodbye. Like, I'll like come see me if you want to, but I'll be gone for a little bit and I'm just going to travel around. So she does. But then like Aragon doesn't hear about her for months and mm-hmm. months. And he's it's just like, like dude, cool. like, does she cool. hate me? Yeah. Like, what did I do again? Did this she time? only <laughs> like me because like. Like, now that this is over, like, maybe she's just over it. And he's just like, that's really sad, but maybe it's time for me to just accept what it is. Yeah. And then he gets a letter saying, like, hey, and she's just like, I can't really talk in, like, in the form of a letter, but meet me here at this time because I'm going to be coming by to, like, arrange a uh, a meeting of Naswada with the new, uh, the new ruler of the elves. Mm-hmm. So just, but I'll tell you more then. So he's like panicking. He's like, oh my God, like the girl talked to me. Um, so he goes flying off immediately. He leaves. No. <laughs> yeah, right. There's still a chance. So he, he runs off to meet her where she requests. 
And lo and behold, Arya is riding the green dragon. Mm-hmm. She's a new which, dragon rider. <laughs> she's the she's the she's the new dragon rider, and um, Aragon is just like amazed, and she is just like the happiest she's ever been. She's like, I got back home, like back into the like, Elismira, the Elven Kingdom, and and it hatched, sitting on my lap. So she's taking care of the dragon this whole time, but she didn't want to tell Aragon about it mm-hmm. in case like somebody came to like kill the dragon because he's a baby. Yeah. But um, I don't remember the dragon's name, like Ferndol. Fearnin, I think. Fearnin. Fearnin? Yeah. I think it's that's how it's pronounced. But as soon as Saphira sees that dragon, <laughs> it's a... Oh, it's on. Well, hello. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> Cue some, uh, some George Michael saxophone. Uh-huh. Get some careless yep. whisper going on. And then that's the rest of the book for Saphira. And Fearnin. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really hear about Sophia for much longer. Nope. <laughs> yep. And I was like, okay then. <laughs> but nothing really between Arya and <laughs> and our boy Aragon. It's yeah, of... they 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 do talk about it a lot mm-hmm. because and Aragon had made up there. his. Yeah. There is a lot of hints there. Aragon had made up his mind before the main battle happened that if. If everything goes as planned, the king is dead. The world is basically allowed to start over in a more peaceful setting. He cannot stay in Alagazia because in the process of trying to find a way to defeat Galbatorix, he finds uh, a cave, I suppose. We'll call mm-hmm. it a cave. Hidden away where the dragon the, riders used the to The last live. of, yeah. yeah, like in this like ancient land, this ancient island. And um, he finds the last remaining dragon eggs. Mm-hmm. along with like the souls we'll call it the souls of the deceased dragons mm-hmm. there's a lot there's a it's a lot more complicated than that but we'll just go with that yeah. for now mm-hmm. so he takes the eggs and he takes the dragon souls and and a few people and he he heads off into the horizon to find a a peaceful land to raise the dragons and find new riders and start over start the dragon riders over which he just couldn't do peacefully in in Alagazia because he was fearing for the dragon's safety, everybody else's safety. <laughs> Once a whole bunch of dragons hatch. Um, but Arya can't come with him because she's the queen of the elves. Mm-hmm. And so they let each other go. They have a nice moment, then they let each other go. And yeah. Well, so that ending. Do we talk about the ending now? <laughs> yeah, go for it. It's like, as a whole, I really enjoyed the series. I personally think it's pretty darn well done. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like we said, like, there's a lot of callbacks with things, a lot of good, like, continuity. There's a story, you know, some people may think some parts are unoriginal or not, but you know what? It's just a fun journey to be on. Like, it's an enjoyable story and everything. Like, I the ending wasn't really bad. It was just, like, it was just it was too expected. It just... Yeah, and it's not a ha- it's not like a fairy tale happy ending. No. It's not, there's a lot of loose ends mm-hmm. to tie up, which again, they, in the, they, they go through the fourth book and they are telling you the whole time when this is over, we need to figure this out. You know, mm-hmm. if we make it through, this needs to happen. And they go through and, and Christopher does a great job of, of covering all of the bases. Mm-hmm. Every, all, everybody's stories are left in great, wonderful places. You have a lot of, I think I felt a lot of heartbreak for like, aragon and aria's situation yeah because she has she's finally come to love him in a very natural way like i don't ever felt like the the story like forced her to love him Mm -hmm. um you know 
And I hope someday that the story continues and they're able to get together. I hope so, but... Yeah. Well, and that was one of the things, wasn't that, that Angela said, like, he's supposed to have, like, an epic love story of a life, but she didn't know how it ended. And I'm like, well, we're only seeing the beginning of that romance, like, finally. Like, mm-hmm. they're actually being, like, not just a one-sided infatuation. It's more of, there's something deeper going on. Right. But then it being all, like... So that's actually one weird thing that I had a problem with, like, not really a problem with the ending, but it was something I was surprised with Aragon as a character, is that you see him later on, like, when we talk about, like, the dragons, like, discovering that there was, like, that whole, like, cave of, like, the older dragons, like, the souls or whatever, and then also the eggs, and you find out more, like, basically, like, everything was, like, predetermined in a sense, like, they manipulated things behind the scenes to get Aragon where he was. Yeah, there was... There was a tiny bit of that going on, yeah. Yeah, but Aragon doesn't feel mad about that or anything. He was just like, that's the way it was supposed to be. That's how it happened, and here we are. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of surprising that he wasn't a little bit resentful to be like, well, I never really made my own choices or something like that. Uh And so he takes a lot of those, like, the prophecies seriously, too, with the whole reason of being like, it's my responsibility. he brings those up a lot, yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, and I was like, what makes you think that these are like set in stone? Like, and he's believed like, well, I, I can't come back to this land. I ha- like, once I leave, I'm gone. This is happening now. Like I'm taking the dragons with me. This is my responsibility. Peace out, everybody. Sorry. And I'm like, whoa, no, like real, like struggle with, well, I can always delay it. Or like, you know, who says I can't come back just because this was told I could do this. Like there was no like fighting with like the idea I, of the prophecy. Yeah. yeah. It, that, that's a definite thing where it's like, a real easy thing to be like, oh my god, like, why wouldn't you just, like, why are you taking everything so literal? Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, these are things he thought about a lot, like, especially at the end with, he's got to take the babies, he's got to take the souls, he has to keep them safe, and it's up to him to, like, raise them, um, but he can't do it safely, and it's bigger than him, like, he's, he had a lot of time to think about, like, well, I gotta go, you know, and, and it was one of those things, like, I, for him, I think it was, the, 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 mo- the more emotional I make this, the harder it's going to be when at the end of the day, I do have this ultimate responsibility to go and do this because only I can do this. Yeah. But it is really easy to look at that situation and be like, <laughs> why didn't you just yeah, like, dude, like, wait a couple weeks? <laughs> yeah. Or like nothing says that you can't come back. Like just because yeah. like there was a prophecy, like, well, you have your responsibilities, but like you're like immortal. So like you can't come back for like a week <laughs> like <laughs> just come visit you know whatever yeah man. yeah so i don't know i i always thought that was very interesting too that he was just like you know nope everything's laid out for me but i think it's also too like it also helps him i guess in a sense be like well now i know what the path is ahead of me because it's already there like it it helped me make that choice mm-hmm. with no reason to think well why do i have to make that choice but i don't know i thought it was interesting with that mm-hmm. respect and I think, like, you uh, you talked about how, like, like why wasn't he resentful at all about these things that have been laid out for him? Um, I think it's because he never really regretted any of the choices that he made, you know? Like, he mm-hmm. accepted things for how they were, so he didn't have anything to regret. He wasn't like, like, oh, like, so you all are the reason Brom died. You know, I don't think he ever saw anything yeah. like that. That's fair. Because yeah, that's, was... again, that's another thing. It's like, if you could have controlled these things for so long why didn't you do this why didn't you mm. do this it's like that's eh, it's probably a little more complicated than than yeah throwing a fit about it i guess yeah but i'm surprised like i just thought it was interesting like 
showing that he didn't even that didn't even, like cross his mind really to be like well like this was all like manipulated around me it was more of just like wow i'm so glad like you guys are still here alive like there's still a chance and it was i think it was just so interesting to see him as a character and also showed too i guess like how much he had grown up too like and thinking mm-hmm. more about more than himself which is just a crazy thing to have like the person think about like with that but yeah i don't know this sure. this has some really deep things in it too <laughs> well, series of whole, and that's yeah. When I first read the series when I was younger and like I finished it, mm-hmm. I looked at the ending and I was just like, what the heck? Like, I, I was, when I was younger, I was not happy with the ending. Like, Aragon did not get to find happiness. He didn't get to have these things. Like, Arya is just stuck in her position. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like Roran wins. <laughs> <laughs> big time. <laughs> <laughs> Roran wins big time. They're like, oh, well. You know, like, you can, you know, like that, that land where you were raised. Well, you own that now. Um, take your people back there. Here's a ton of money mm-hmm. to go rebuild everything. Like, you want a castle? Okay. There's Before enough it, money yeah. to do that. Everybody wants a castle? There's enough money to do that. That's fine. Like, he wins. <laughs> <laughs> Naswada is just stuck with a life of responsibility. Yeah. Murtog is essentially exiled. Mm-hmm. You know, like... So everybody's got, everybody has bigger things to be responsible for. And then like Roran just wins. (laughs) (laughs) Roran won that war. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. So yeah, overall, I thought it was a good series. You know, Mm -hmm. I admit, yeah, some things that's, you know, weren't completely perfect for me, but that's okay. It's cool to have an opinion on that. And it was definitely worth the journey and the, and the hundred hours of uh, listening. (laughs) (laughs) yes yes it sure is an epic journey for sure now i do have a couple like random facts because at the end of the audiobooks they would be like little snippets of interviews with christopher paolini oh yeah so one of them which makes sense because i thought originally this whole series was actually going to be like a trilogy but then he had like written so much that it became four books (laughs) i had to split that last book up a little bit oh yeah but he even explicitly exa- ex- uh, explained that because of what he did with Sloan, that he wasn't originally planning to do, it definitely added over 100 pages of extra content. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense, because that was a very interesting thing that happens in the books. That's like a really strange, messed up like twist that really carries on for the rest for of sure. the story. Because mm-hmm. just with like Sloan being a traitor, being the one who like, allowed his daughter to get captured, Katrina, which is the one that Roar and Katrina, you know, the ultimate true love story going on, happy ending stuff, but, like, it's more of Aragon doesn't even tell them that Sloane's still alive, and he, like, does this whole ridiculous scheme to, like, keep him alive, but still, like, kind of torture him, but not too badly, and just, like, yeah, because he becomes blind, yeah. (laughs) The Razak, yeah, the Razak take his eyes, and, 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 and Aragon's just, like, Dude, you suck. You yeah. suck so bad. You have always sucked so bad. So, um, and, and, and Sloan's just, like, ready to die. He's like, just kill me, man. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're right. I do suck. Life sucks. Just kill me. And Aragorn's like, no, you, no. No, no, you'll live. <laughs> like, I'm not going to take your life, but I will give you a chance. He, he, basically, he, magically, he forbids Sloan from, like, seeing Roran or Katrina communicating, basically letting them know that he's still alive. And he's... And he has to walk to walk to the Elven Kingdom 
like and he'll live with them and hopefully he's his goal is that hopefully he sloan will like learn from the elves way of living and sloan will Mm -hmm. be able to reflect upon himself and maybe change like for the better yeah does it ever happen not that we see. <laughs> no, but but He's Aragon still a goes, jerk the whole yeah. time. Except for Aragon's like, well, I'm never coming back, so I guess I'll be kind of nice. And here you go, Sloan. I'll you give you your new eyes, back. and you can look and at you your can, daughter. You can, and yeah, you your can child. see them from from a distance because they were like there in Elzmira at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, but that's that's it. Yep. But I was like, yeah, that's very interesting because about that apparently. He wasn't originally going to save Sloane, and that was going to end quickly. But then having that extra part added, which made sense because there was a lot of that. Like, we really stick with them for, like, yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. like quite a few chapters of just, like, Aragon with Sloane and just dealing well, with that. It, but also... It added... It, it taught Aragon a really good lesson, though, too. Mm. Like, I am not the executioner. I am not the person responsible for, like, punishing you when you suck so bad. Mm-hmm. But he also didn't want to just, like let Sloane go and live happily ever after somewhere else. You know, he didn't want to just let Sloane get away with it either. So mm-hmm. he talked to, he got lots of advice and he talked to lots of people to try to figure out like what, what's, what's the best way to, to figure this situation out. And they were all like, Oh, just kill him. Just kill him. Yeah. Like he, is he sucks that bad? Just kill him. Like, why is this a problem? Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, no, you don't understand. He's uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't do that. It's fine. So, it's such a weird thing, but yeah, it's just a really interesting way he handles that whole situation and what happens mm-hmm. with that, but it just adds a lot more to Aragon's story. Um, another random thing, so Christopher Paolini, uh, he said that Angela is like really based off of his sister. He was really inspired by, like, and a lot of his sister is an Angela, and I was like, that's mm-hmm. fun. And um, at the very well, end... And I think oh, uh, the, yeah. the story that she has in like the tales from Alagazia book like mm-hmm. his mom wrote that mm. i thought that was in that i that's that's a really cool thing too like he didn't write the story his mom did <laughs> about <laughs> about about angela okay that's funny i was like i almost thought his sister helped him write it but i didn't realize it was his mom I th- maybe i'm wrong i don't know but yeah it's fun to have like that he wrote it with a family member for sure right to add to that which also with his mother too the ship the Toledo, I think it's the ship that like Aragon leaves on when he leaves everything behind. Oh yeah, is actually named after that's his mother's name, uh, Christopher's mother's oh. name. Yeah, and it was a little nod to that his mom who. Yeah, I mean, this became like a huge ordeal with his, their family. Like these books became a hit, and like yeah, he wrote four of them, <laughs> and it changed changed all their lives. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and then another thing, which obviously we've talked about, like a lot of really cool characters and some of our favorites are the female characters. Christopher talks about how he really enjoys writing strong female characters. And I'm like, yeah, it does show because... Oh, it's, it shows <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. Like, everybody's here for that, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, awesome, good job. Love to see that. Love to hear it. But, yeah, there's... And, I mean, a lot of the languages are ones that, like, he took inspiration from other, like, known languages. I think some of it, like, the elven language is, like, more of a mix of Norse. But he did make up quite a bit of... Um, some of the other languages, like, there's a lot involved in these books. And I think he even drew, like, I think there's maps in the physical books as well that I think he even drew of the lands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a huge world that he's created, and 
we are getting clearly more little snippets from it. So I'm looking forward to reading Murtaugh when it comes out. And it's it's funny because like we didn't even plan to do this like before we <laughs> learned this. that this Murtaugh book was happening. So we were yeah. we were already like partway through the books whenever he announced that, and then we're just like, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. okay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we can we can yeah. do another episode on that later. Yeah. I was like, we might do one. Yeah, for sure. But yes. What a crazy series from our childhood that we both enjoyed reading again. Do you have any other final thoughts? Oh, I don't think so. We covered so much. Um, I feel like we could do a whole episode just on like how the magic system works. <laughs> like just nerding out about mm-hmm. that because I could. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But no, I think just everything was just so well done. It never mm-hmm. feels like there's like filler or anything. They're long, but, like, you never feel like you're wasting your time, ever. You're just getting just more of the world. That's what you're Mm -hmm. getting, just more, which is great. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, listeners, we hope that you uh, hung out with us for this long, (laughs) talking about uh, the Inheritance Cycle, the Aragon books. Um, If you have read those books, let us know. What did you think of it? Um, We want to hear all the opinions on it. Your characters, your takes on the world, whatever it is, share those things with us. We are all over social media twitter facebook instagram or all over the place let us know what you're thinking or if you have other ideas that you'd like to hear us talk about um Mm -hmm. even relevant to aragon or not uh but in the meantime uh we will catch you next time see ya see ya